Hello, my beautiful beanies, and uh, welcome to the Bean the Weekend Edition. First with yesterday's news, I am Glenn ZB. We're looking back at Sunday, at Saturday, the weekend. You know how it rolls. Uh, it was a netball weekend, uh, and there's, it looks like there's going to be a final with nobody uh, to watch it. Um, what is Romantic Road? It's a documentary. Strange day for a documentary. We'll find out what that's about. And uh, one of the world's most successful authors with one of the world's uh, coolest names uh, joins us as well. Uh, but before any of that, uh, unfortunately, uh, yes, uh, last week COVID-19 made its uh, big comeback, the sequel, COVID-19, Return of the Killer COVID. And Jack Tain wanted a little word on that. The journalist Michael Mora from News Hub and Derek Cheng at The Herald have done some excellent reporting on this. It's outrageous. I, you know, I know it's complex. You know, I know that the response to the pandemic involves a lot of bureaucracy and systems that have been established in, in really short periods of time. But the government simply hasn't been meeting its own standards in testing the people who clearly are most likely to have COVID-19. That a case hasn't slipped through that border crack is good luck more than anything. So here we are, back at a heightened alert level. It, it is by no means the end of the world. Hopefully we're on top of it, and it sounds like they've done a really good job in testing and tracing over the last few days. But it is worrying, and it's unsettling, and you know, it, financially it's really concerning for a lot of New Zealanders. Sadly, though... Even if we do stamp out the spread from this cluster, the virus will likely come back again in some form. So then, please, please, let us all start to learn from our mistakes. Oh, Jack, have you ever met a human being before? We're not the kind of thing that learns from its mistakes, are we? I don't think so. We just keep repeating them and repeating them and repeating them. Uh, Grant Robertson, uh, can we pay for our mistakes? What can the government do to stop the spread of vile conspiracy theories at the moment? Look, this is something that, you know, any government around the world has to face nowadays. Uh, the reality is it's not actually the government, it's all of us. And that's the point that Chris Hipkins was making earlier today. We've all got a responsibility. The, the particular uh, email, particular theory that, got so much attention over the last sort of 24, 48 hours, we just felt we had to step forward and say, firstly, it's completely untrue. Secondly, it's enormously hurtful to the family who are at the centre of this. And thirdly, it's a really good example of the fact we've all got a role to play here. You know, I had people within my own um, networks um, who who had shared it. And when I put a, a post up last night just saying it wasn't true, a number of people sort of said, yeah, I'm sorry, I just heard it from somebody and I passed it without thinking. So I think there's a level of responsibility we've all got here. Um, you know, clearly there's free speech in New Zealand. We have to protect that. It's an important right. Uh, but we've also at the same time got each of us a personal responsibility to think about how we use that right. Grant, given that the truth is so important, and Chris Hipkins said that he had been misled as to what sort of testing was going on at the border, in particular with Jet Park, if he is getting misled by um, his advice and the truth is important, then where does the accountability lie? 
Well, the accountability as Minister Hibkins said himself lies with him. He's the minister and he said that uh, yesterday. Obviously within the, the chain there is there are people within the Ministry of Health and the, and the various local health authorities who also bear responsibility. Uh, I also heard Minister Hipkins say yesterday that, you know, at the moment the focus of the very people we're talking about is to get that testing done uh, and that is what's occurring. But, you know, there's no shying away from the fact that assurances have been given about testing. They may not have been met, uh, but it is happening now. Uh, here I thought they'd be asking them questions about, you know, literally how are we going to pay uh, for COVID, but instead, like everybody else at the moment, he has to just be a world authority on the spread of infectious diseases. Ah, well, uh, let's look. Can we just park that uh, to one side if we possibly can? Although it, this is a little bit connected. Uh, we've got a netball final coming up, but nobody there to watch it because they won't be allowed. So, you know, it's not going to end like Super Rugby did yesterday with a game that, I mean, it, you know, I can't say have no consequence. Of course, it's got consequence, but you know what I mean. So it, it, is, that, is that a fizzy into the season or not? No, I don't think it is at all. I mean, I, I think there's no reason why this game shouldn't be, you know, an absolute belter. I mean, actually, there's a little bit of, um, is it serendipitous? No, I don't think that's a word. But there was the Pulse and the Tactics who played the very first game in this competition. Now, that was way back. I think, that was in February, I think. Uh, and that was 53-41 to the Pulse. That was under a full, ga- like, 60 minutes, you know, this that's just no breaks, no quarter break, no nothing like that, right? No, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, no breaks, but I mean full fifteen minute quarters, um, extra time, all the rest of it. That of course went out the window when um, COVID hit. So the next time they played, I think, was probably the better indicator of what tomorrow. Uh, sorry, not tomorrow, Sunday, um, a week today might be like. And it was a, a thrilling game, and the Pulse got home by one, but it was full of controversy because. Tapia Selby Rickett, one of the players for the tactics, shot a goal. It, that's it, right. That's right. Would have leveled the game. No buzzer beater um, or nipple, though, right? It, well, it, it, look, it, it was a wrong call. Um, it should have counted, but you know, then it would have been a draw. So you know, that's boring too. But um, so, and then I think the last time they played, which was the other day, tactics beat the Pulse because in Pulse, a huge factor in that game was the fact that the Pulse didn't have. Amelia Anacanasio didn't have Maddie Gordon. So, look, I think it's beautifully set up. Okay. I mean, there are so many different scenarios. Uh, Pulse, definitely, for my mind, would be favourite. Yes, um, it's interesting, isn't it? Suddenly, everybody's interested in netball, do you think? Now that there's nothing else on again. All right, what do you. People were interested in netball before. Ah, awesome. I, I definitely, I definitely was absolutely, absolutely. Uh, now, a British couple drove across India, um, and there's a documentary, and it's called Romantic Road. If this sounds like the kind of thing you'd be interested in, you'll be interested in hearing from one half of this couple, Rupert Gray. I called it a, 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 a battered 1936 Rolls Royce. Is that fair? Yeah, yeah, it is very fair, and, and it's a it's a great advantage being a little battered because it it takes away the the, the power of the symbolism of the Rolls Royce as being a symbol of wealth. Um, uh, and in, uh, I think a lot of people in India didn't really realise it was a Rolls. They just thought it was another old car. And there's plenty of those around in, in India. So it, it does have its advantages. Why is this car so special to you? Um, I grew up in it, I suppose is the short answer. Uh, my father bought it in 1959 uh, when I was 12. Or was I 10? I can't remember. No, 12 I was. Um, uh, and so all through my youth, it was a car that took me to school, 
It was a car I managed to borrow from Dad to take out my first girlfriend's. It was a car I used for um, to, to just sort of whenever I could get it out of my father. Then he died, and, and I inherited it. My five brothers didn't want it, um, and um, uh, and uh, and then so I did the same thing for my children. And they went to school in it, and they went to their weddings and christenings, and all. It's a it's a family car in a proper sense, and has been for. Oh, how long is that? I can't remember now. It must be about 60, 70 years. Rolls Royce is your family car, eh? Um, ours was a Holden Kingswood station wagon. So, slightly different family experiences there, I guess. Um, we're going to finish up here uh, talking to, I think, the, the woman who has perhaps the best name in literature, or well, in fiction anyway, Karen Slaughter. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna write that kind of book, why wouldn't you call yourself anything else? I wondered if you could start by telling us how you find darkness, and I know that's a strange thing to ask someone, but so many of your stories in your books focus on pretty brutal crimes. Well, they do, but you know, for me, the the brutality of the crime, which I absolutely don't flinch away from has a point, and that point is the lightness that follows. And I'm not so much interested in the bad stuff that happens as how people recover from it and what the bad stuff leaves behind. So really, the the hard part is not finding the darkness, especially now where you have plenty to choose from. It's finding those moments of lightness and the humanity and putting a crime in context so that you understand what it does does to society and to the investigators and the people who uh, touch upon it in some way. Yeah, it's funny how we all love that stuff too, isn't it? Um, it seems like at home anyway, the the, pro, the programs we've been binging uh, on Netflix are all to do with deep, dark crimes and serial killers. And why do we why do we like that so much? I'm a, bit, I'm a bit concerned now. I'm going to stop thinking about it. In fact, I'm going to stop thinking about everything until I'm back with you again tomorrow with another News Talk ZB. Then I'll fire up the brain again and it'll be awesome.